Well, it's uh, been one of those weeks. Can you hear me okay? Uh, I'm on the white mic. It's been one of those uh, weeks here uh, where, as a preacher, you feel something brewing and fermenting, and you can't quite figure out exactly what it is. And amidst a uh, staff party, and getting ready for Christmas Eve, and going over to Hershey to uh, be with dear Martin and to anoint him and his parents. Slowly the, ser or the uh, sermon unfolded. I got to it last night and read the draft, and um, I said, no, this is wrong, and put it aside and rewrote it. <laughs> and I hope this is a little closer to what the Spirit was leading me to. So let's pray together. Dear God, here we are on Christmas Sunday morning, giving you thanks for coming to be with us in Jesus at Bethlehem. Love to the loveless shown. feeling like I'm being magnified. There we go. That's a little different. A few years back, I'm just going to turn this off because it's not on. It was all my fault. Oh, boy. A few years back, the author Sarah Miles began her talk here in Lancaster by asking us a question. What she asked us is the most important word in the Bible. And all of us started giving our answers, God, Jesus, love, peace. And then she gave us her response, a puny preposition, with. With, I think she said, with is the most important word in the Bible. And on this Christmas Sunday morning, we are celebrating the great and strange, strange mystery of the Incarnation. God's with usness. How the God who created our universe with an estimated two trillion galaxies now, the last time I said that it was a hundred billion, now it's apparently two trillion galaxies and we're in only one of those. Just think about that. The creator of all of the universe came to be with us in Jesus. Showed up in Bethlehem. In scripture, what is Jesus called but Emmanuel? 
Not God over us, not God to us, not God at us, but God with us, with us, with us, with us. And later in Romans, God for us. In her wonderful and posthumously published book, Wholehearted Faith, Rachel Held Evans, may she rest in peace, put it this way. The story of the incarnation is almost impossible to believe. Amen? <laughs> Let's be truthful. It's really almost impossible to believe. God shrinking down to the size of a zygote. Implanted in the soft lining of Mary's womb. God growing fingers and toes. God kicking and hiccuping in utero. God inching down the birth canal and entering this world covered in blood. Little Jesus crying out in hunger. Little Jesus reaching out for his mother's breasts. And our God didn't wait around until we were all good enough and deserving enough to show up. Quite the opposite. The empire was just as cruel and brutal back then as it is today. Religion was just as dysfunctional. And all Mary and Joseph's family could do was sit around and bicker about politics vaccinations, and wearing masks. They had their stuff too, without a doubt. So why did God come to be with us? Because God so loved our messy and broken world and still does today. In Jesus, is God, in Jesus God is saying, I see you. I love you, and I want to be with you, period. Love to the loveless shown that we might lovely be. The Bible sure begins to make a whole lot more sense when we finally read it for what it is, a love story. Or, to put this strange and wonderful story in a slightly different way, in Jesus, God vulnerably puts on the clothes of our humanity so that we might clothe ourselves with God. Might become participants in the beautiful, exquisite life of God and be clothed in God's love. In our Colossian re Colossians reading today, that's what's happening, folks. We're being invited to put on Christ. Put on Christ's lovely, magnificent garments 
of compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience, his justice and his mercy, we're being invited to get dressed with the love of Christ. And like Jesus, we're being invited to show up for each other, to be there with and for each other in our times of greatest need. Sometimes that may mean driving all the way up to Vermont to pick up one of the households in our family, in our church. Remember that five years ago? Or maybe it means going over to Hershey Children's Hospital to anoint a family. Or maybe it means taking over a hot meal, going to sing for dear sisters in the church, or just having coffee together. Like God saying, we see you, we love you, and we want to be with you. So like I do sometimes, let me close with a story that's been rocking my world and healing me along the way. This past week, I received one of those group emails, you know, with big personal news that we sometimes get. And this one was from Carol Wise. Remember her? Our preacher and facilitator two months ago. In her email, she shared that after 20 years, she was stepping down as the executive director of the Brethren Mennonite Council for LGBT Interests to return to pastoral ministry. I sent her a note right away, and she sent me a note right back. And this story got more strange and more surprising. She said that it was actually during her weekend with us, November 6 and 7, that a church had reached out to her to be their pastor, and that it was while she was with us, actually because of what she had experienced in our church, that she had heard God's call for her to say a big yes. I was completely floored. I mean, hadn't we spent two days with her, pouring our hearts out to her about all our heartache, about all our broken relationships, about our train wreck three years ago, confessed to her all the ways that we had failed, in all the ways that now we were trying to do things differently together. And yet, amidst us, us, she had experienced a community clothed in God's love. Holy cow.
You know, you some, we sometimes go to churches where all they can talk about is how wonderful they are or how amazing their pastor is. But at our church, we can't do that. Can we? And maybe, maybe that's a really good thing. Amen? Maybe it's a good thing. All we can talk about here at East Chestnut Street Mennonite Church is how wonderful God has been to us. That's our testimony. And how God's grace has been saving and healing us again and again, especially when we deserve it the least and need it the most. How God keeps on showing up for us in a million different ways. Friends, there is a crack in everything. In our world, in this church, in you, and definitely in me. And that's exactly where God's love gets through. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Amen.